Hollywood is under siege, covertly compromised by a global adversary. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream to the world is now making nightmares a reality. The American way of life is being censored by the Chinese Communist Party. Some films have scenes completely altered. Other films have lost their funding or been canceled altogether. Some actors have been banned from China for supporting human rights. Hollywood Takeover is a documentary brought to you by the Epoch Times, revealing how the CCP has infiltrated major movie studios. Join Chris Fenton, a former Hollywood executive, and Tiffany Meyer, an investigative news reporter, through their journey in exposing how the film industry gradually lost its integrity on its path to profits. Don't miss the most important documentary ever made about Hollywood. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free on HollywoodTakeover.com Tim. That's HollywoodTakeover.com slash T-I-M. Make sure to go to TimCast.com. Click join us and become a member to support this podcast and all the work we do. And you'll get access to exclusive uncensored segments from TimCast IRL and way more. Now, let's jump into the first story. As we're currently awaiting the news on whether or not Donald Trump will be indicted today, I think uh, uh, we can go over some of the updates on what's happened. We got a bunch of statements from politicians. Lindsey Graham saying it's going to blow up the country. Rand Paul is calling for the indictment of Alvin Bragg, or at least an investigation, for abuse of power. Police are being deployed in New York City and in Washington, D.C. They are preparing for mass unrest. You've probably seen a lot of these updates, but uh, admittedly, slow news day. Slow news morning. And I think the reason is everybody has their TVs turned on and they are just waiting to hear about Donald Trump. And I will be fair. Look, there's a bunch of stories I have prepped. There's war stories. There's weird Democrat trans kid stories. But I don't know why. I mean, this I feel like is the most important story right now. And giving a breakdown update on what's happening, I think matters. Because if Donald Trump is indicted, it is unprecedented. We don't know how they're even going to do it. What, what, do you, what, do you, what do you do when you bring him to jail? Do the Secret Service agents go in the jail with him to protect him from general population? It's nonsensical. I don't know how we do it. However, there is a really interesting Twitter account, several, that believe it is the prophesized. Uh, prophecy is coming true. I'll put it that way. And um, they don't know whether or not Trump is the Antichrist or in fact, the Christ. And I'm pretty sure he's neither. I'm pretty sure it's just politics. But there's a bunch of funny things that I think are worth pointing out that they highlight. Now, of course, I want to go over the news and talk about the reality of what happens when you arrest a former president and front runner for the 2024 election. But I also want to have some fun as we await the news to figure out whether or not he will actually be indicted. So before I read to you about the, uh, you know, actual political consequences here, I want to show you what some accounts are saying. And, 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 you know, it is a bit unfair because it's not like it's the most prominent thing in the world to hear this. I just think it's absolutely fascinating and fun. So join me now as we deep dive into the story of how Donald Trump may or may not be the Antichrist or the Christ as we decide whether or not his persecution at the hands of the global elite signals some kind of prophesized coming of a hero figure to save us all. So, of course, you know, 
you know, the police are being deployed everywhere. Rand Paul's made his statements. Take a look at this thread from Donnie Darkened. He writes, uh, and, and, and shout out to Sovereign Bra. Uh, he's, uh, we had him on the Culture War podcast last Friday, and he brought this up to me, and I think it's very interesting. Donnie Darkin says, there are reports that they are preparing a felony indictment and arrest for Donald Trump as soon as next week. If that's true, Donald Trump is predicted. Donald Trump predicted his arrest just as Jesus did. Oh, really? Folks, I'm putting out the very bizarre parallels and comparisons between Donald Trump and Jesus Christ. They're not by accident. Even Trump's grandmother's maiden name is Christ of countless other connections. I love this. The Antichrist is Satan's imitation Christ. He is the false savior of the world, the political leader that the Jews rejected Christ in hopes of, the one who comes in his own name. I don't know if things will go down exactly like this or not, but things have been heading in a particular direction for quite some time, very unnoticed to most people. Full stop. Let's talk about the interesting things that are happening today. It is March 22nd, and I absolutely love this. Did you know that March 22nd is National Donald Day? Yes, it is National Donald Day. Oh, come on. If they indict him, okay, maybe they don't even do it. That's why it was funny yesterday when they were like, they're going to indict him tomorrow. And then we had these other accounts point out like, that's, that's National Donald Day. Look it up. I love this one too. Uh, this, this Twitter user Drew was getting retweets. And you've got the Nazi Totenkampf, is what, I, I believe is what it's called. I could be wrong. The Skull and Crossbones. And it says 322, huh? The Georgia Guidestones were officially opened March 22nd. And March 22nd is National Donald Day. And they said this in response to Disclosed TV saying Donald Trump is expected to be indicted tomorrow. Okay. And what's this? It is the 322nd week since he became president. All right. I'll, I'll say fair point in that regard. It is very weird that they're saying he will be indicted today, Donald, National Donald Day, for, for whatever reason, it, it is, I, whatever. The Guidestones were erected on those days, and it's the 322nd week since he was uh, first elected. So, you know, I don't know, numerology stuff I find silly because there's finite numbers. Of course, you can find number correlations all over the place, but the National Donald Day thing I do find really funny. All right, let's read this thread and have a good uh, uh, silly morning as we await the news. I don't know if things will go down like this or not. It's been unnoticed. No one can deny that one of the biggest appeals of Trump is that he is heavily targeted and persecuted by the elites in, in power. I believe we are witnessing an imitation of Christ's persecution prior to his death, resurrection, and ascension. The Antichrist is typically seen as a figure who is an outright discernibly evil man who the elites will overtly support. But I believe Antichrist means in place of Christ rather than against Christ. Christ. Look, that right there kind of ruins it for me. What's happening with all this stuff is people try to create a reason why things should make sense. Actually, if Trump is following the path of Christ, it's because he's the Antichrist. Okay, dude, either he you can't just do that. You can't deus ex machina your your theories. He says, I may be very wrong, but it seems that Trump will soon face his Pontius Pilate and be led to his cross to suffer in sacrifice for the people. However, in this story, I believe the people will rise up in protest and possibly ignite civil unrest in his defense. First, the election was stolen from him. Now, just before the next election, 
He is heavily targeted with criminal accusations and possibly even arrested. This will energize his base more than ever. I think they're speaking um, facetiously, or I, I think what they're trying to say is Donald Trump claims the persecution of having an election stolen from him. This will energize his base more than ever. And the false preachers and charlatans will be praying and prophesy, uh, prophesying for their anointed. I do not know exactly how this will all go down, but we can expect Trump and his movement to somehow be the spear that takes down the current order. I don't understand why you're saying that's all a bad thing, to be honest. When this occurs, the new age will be ushered and there will be peace and safety, as it is written in 1 Thessalonians 5.3. Again, I'm no prophet. I don't know anything for sure, but everything is seeming to line up exactly as I suspected in lieu of all the evidence present, evidences presented thus far. I truly hope I am wrong. And these are not the, the times of the end, as, uh, as I would love for nothing more than to enjoy the rest of my life with my wife and children and the beautiful life we have built together. But I find it very hard to ignore these signs. As I always say, let's see what happens. Now, look, I'll be the first. I'll just come out and say it. Yeah. Should I really be reading some internet thread that says these crazy things about Trump? In a news context, probably not. But um, I'll put it this way. This is the most important story right now. Donald Trump is the front runner. You have these these crazy theories and wild theories. And if you look at it from that perspective, there's an interesting thing to be said about everything that's happened with Trump and what is happening. And Donald Trump, Trump's name means herald of the world's ruler. I, 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 I did not make that up. Someone else pointed it out. I thought it was hilarious. To clarify, Donald is, I believe, Scottish Gaelic for world ruler. And Trump means the, the trumpeting sound. It means to Trump. That's literally what it means. It means Trump, right? So a trumpet trumps. It is the, the, the sound that heralds the, the something. So when someone is entering a room and the trumpets play, things like that, or for victory, the fanfare and things like that. So it could quite literally be interpreted as herald of the world ruler. That might mean that Donald Trump is not himself the world ruler. But Lindsey Graham has made a statement. And he's right. He says that Trump being arrested could blow up our country. Could? Will. It absolutely will. Uh, it's a simple statement he said on Fox. He just said, look, it's, it's going to blow up our country and it's a bunch of BS. It's, it's rather passive. Not a fan of the guy. But it will. It will blow up this country. And here's where the moves are starting to be made. Rand Paul calls for DA Alvin Bragg to be jailed for disgusting abuse of power in Trump probe. Rand Paul ripped into Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg on Tuesday I'm so, uh, uh, over his handling of the criminal investigation into Trump that might lead to the former president being indicted. A Trump indictment would be a disgusting abuse of power. The DA should be put in jail. Paul is the latest Republican to accuse Bragg of leading a politically motivated investigation into Trump, blah, blah, blah. Have you seen the price of gold lately? It's hitting all time highs. And when it comes to investing in gold, check out Noble Gold Investments. They have a track record of excellence that's second to none. Just look at their thousands of five-star reviews on Trustpilot, Google, and the Better Business Bureau. Customers rave about their knowledgeable staff, smooth investment process, and life-changing results, which you can see for yourself online. That's the kind of reputation you can count on. But it's not just about the reviews. Noble Gold Investments truly care about their clients. They take the time to understand your unique needs and goals, and they give expert guidance every step of the way. That level of personalized service is rare in this industry. Look, 
When it comes to securing your financial future, you can't afford to take chances. Go with the gold company that has earned the trust of countless investors. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com slash Tim Pool today and discover why Noble Gold Investments is the only choice for smart, secure gold investments. Or give them a call at 877-646-5347. Again, that number is 877-646-5347. House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan and Oversight Chairman James Comer wrote to the Democratic Manhattan DA on Monday, calling his plans to charge Trump an unprecedented abuse of prosecutorial authority. The two lawmakers stopped short of Paul's demand that Bragg be jailed, but asked the prosecutor to hand over documents and testify about what plainly appears to be a politically motivated prosecution of the ex-commander in chief. Yeah, as pointed out yesterday, we had Rep Troy Nails on. And he said that no one knew who Alvin Bragg was until he did this. He campaigned to go after Trump. Now he's going after Trump. And nobody had ever heard his name before. But now, now he is across all these news stories and in the press like crazy. Trump himself, who announced over the weekend that he expected to be arrested on Tuesday, has accused Bragg of prosecutorial misconduct and interference with an election. Last November, Trump declared that he would be running for president in in, uh, 2024. Investigate the investigators, the former president wrote in a Truth Social post on Sunday. Even Trump's top potential 2024 GOP presidential primary rival has criticized Bragg for his efforts to charge the former president. While indicating that he wouldn't get involved in any way, DeSantis said, George Soros on a prosecutor, blah, blah, blah. You get it. You get it. You get it. And we're saying more and more with the quotes. So this is this is this is this is a tough one. I uh, I'm going through the news. And we're seeing a lot about this story. Everyone is waiting with bated breath to learn about what will happen. But I got to be honest, I think the average person does not care at all. This is a challenge. I know that people probably don't care. I could talk about, I'll tell you, if I made a video talking about women in dating, then uh, I'd probably get way more views because those cultural videos do really well. I don't make videos just based on what I think will do well. I do, I do videos based on what I think it's important for you to know about. And admittedly, the talking about Trump antichrist stuff is just mostly about uh, something fun to add a little bit of flavor to the story as we're sitting here waiting. But one thing I can tell you is I'm not entirely convinced that Trump uh, supporters are going to do anything. In this story from Newsweek, they write, Donald Trump's call for protests over arrest backfires spectacularly. Huh? Okay, to be fair, nobody went out and protested. I mean, some people did, but for the most, for the most part, they didn't. But also, he's not been indicted yet. What do you, what do you, what's going to happen? Here's what Newsweek says. Donald Trump's calls for his supporters to protest have backfired as clips of those wishing to see him found guilty have gone viral. Over the weekend, writing on social media platform Truth Social, Trump said he would be arrested. According to media reports, blah, blah, blah. While there's no official word or timeline for his potential indictment or arrest, It is unclear why Trump gave Tuesdays the date it would happen. Hours after his post, a spokesperson for Trump issued a statement saying Trump did not write his post with any direct knowledge of the time of any arrest. Trump's post predicting his arrest on Tuesday dismissed his possible legal troubles uh, and called for supporters to protest and take our nation back. 
Here we have everyone's favorite Aaron Rupar saying Trump called for protests, but outside Trump Tower right now are demonstrations calling for his arrest. Yes, because it's New York City. What do you think? It's New York MAGA country. These people are, are insane. Many of his critics were seen with signs, blah, blah, blah. A rival group of Trump supporters were also seen outside his building. Trump shared these pictures to his Truth Social page. His supporters stood with American flags and banners that claimed Trump won. According to a report by Time, the pro-Trump demonstration outside the Manhattan court where Trump would be arraigned was organized by the New York Young Republican Club and was made up of about 50 people. Nobody cares. I, I know. I, I, I'm sorry, man. I know that nobody cares. <laughs> That's the challenge. I... Uh, I'm like, man, do we talk about China and Russia? We got that story. And I'm like, everyone, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just felt like we have to uh, be here to address where we're currently at. Because when the hammer drops and Donald Trump is indicted, this country will be irrevocably damaged and irreversibly changed for the worse. And I hope you all are paying attention. You know, I've had people say like, Tim's harping on the story too much. And I'm just like, I think it's the most important story of our generation. The arrest on false charges of a former president and current front runner never happened before in this country. They want to mention uh, telegram groups and other blah, 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 blah. So I guess we'll wait and see. We'll see if the Republicans do anything. They probably won't. Rand Paul calling for this guy to be arrested is powerful. Fine. But nothing's going to happen. What's going to happen is Democrats will continue to wield power to the destruction of this country as they beat you down mercilessly, figuratively, and say to your face, they will destroy this nation before they stop. And you know what's going to happen? The right will continually just give in. I just look, man, last night we had uh, uh, Rep Troy Nails on talking about 2020, and he was saying he thinks it was stolen from Trump and all that stuff. And I get frustrated with that all the time. The first reason is that the narrative demoralizes Trump supporters, independents, and conservatives. It tells them you can't win. It tells them we don't know why and we have no solution. It tells them they're cheating and we can't win. Stop. It's, it's just so annoying. Stop. Stop being a defeatist. Stop claiming these people have it. ballot harvesting. I watch people like Scott Pressler actually go out and win. Registering new voters, winning. Him uh, talking about ballot harvesting and creating the strongest ballot harvesting operation because he sees it and he knows. And then you get these people who are sitting back being like, we can't win because they're cheating. And I'm like, stop. We are trying so desperately hard. It's like, imagine this. Imagine there's a burning building. You're standing outside of it. And you see someone like Scott Pressler spraying a fire hose into the building. And then you've got these other people standing outside the house being like, what's the point? The fire's too strong. Can't win anyway. And I'm like, dude, can you try to help? Can you stop saying the fire has destroyed the house? There's nothing we can do about it. Can you figure out what caused the fire? What is making the fire worse? Because we can all see it. The procedural changes, the policy changes. We can see the Democrat arsonists who are destroying the house that we are trying to live in, and we are trying to counter it. I am. I don't understand why Georgia wasn't a powerful lesson for all of these Trump supporters, whether it's true or not about 2020. 
a man stood outside and said he wouldn't vote because the Democrats cheated and didn't matter anyway. And then the Democrats took the Senate. And then you get these Republicans being like, I just don't understand at all why in 2022 we lost the midterms. Okay, they won the House. (laughs) They actually lost the Senate. It got worse. And they narrowly and barely took back the House. And they're like, wow, it sure was close that Lauren Boebert almost lost. I wonder how that could be. And I'm sitting here screaming, ballot harvesting, COVID emergency rules were were codified permanently. They're they're sending out universal mail-in ballots. They're not changing these things. It is going to get worse. And they're like, no, they cheated. And I'm like, dude, legislation came through to create universal mail-in voting so that the ballot harvesters could go collect these ballots. That's how they did it. They are saying that's how they did it. And then you got these GOP guys being like, no, no, they cheated. And I'm like, are you saying that the ballot harvesting was cheating because they did it through legal means? My point is this. We are witnessing untold abuses of power. With Carrie Lake, the ballots are printed on the wrong paper and she's suing. And they're like, they cheated. And I'm like, okay, stop. Stop saying that it is generic, does not describe anything, and it's demoralizing. It is demoralizing. But no, whatever. I still have these Trump supporters and, you know, even many of you probably follow me who are commenting, saying things like, just accept it, Tim. Why won't you just say it? And I'm like, "Okay, dude, look, if you want to lose, I don't care. It's frustrating to me because I feel like Sisyphus pushing that boulder uphill, trying so hard just to get it done. And there are people who are nipping at my ankles and whacking me. And, it's not, and I'm not trying to act like I'm the deity or anything. no, 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 or the, or the figure. Tons of people are doing everything in their power while you have people sniping at the ankles being like, no, no, stop, stop, no, no. And you're like, dude, you're making it worse. We're trying so hard, man. It's so frustrating because you look at what happened after 2020 and it was this insane narrative about, you know, Germany and servers and China and all that stuff. And I get people saying like, yes, Tim, those crazies did exist, but we're saying this, that or otherwise. And I'm like, full stop. I understand that you are saying rigged and cheated and all that. And I am telling you as a method of persuasion, you are destroying your chances to stop them and to help Trump win in 2024. And I don't get why people don't get it. They would rather be victims. They would rather sit back and be like, we got cheated than to be like, Look what they're doing. Look how they're doing it. Look how they did it. And let's fight back. Don't tell people you got cheated because that demoralizes people. Tell people the Democrats used COVID emergency policy to implement universal mail-in voting and and, and then engage in ballot harvesting. And it's very legal in like 35 states. And that is how Biden got those votes. And then they say, yeah, but they weren't doing signature verification, not fraud. So you're saying that when they were looking at ballots, they decided these signatures were okay. Okay, well, then what are you going to do about it? It's not about being cheated. It's about you needing to understand the rules by which you are playing the game. And they don't people don't don't know or don't care or whatever. They would rather sit back in the persecution narrative of Democrats cheated. It's the only explanation. Everyone loves Trump. Blah, blah, blah. Plug my ears. We're watching 
the abuse of power right now. We get it. Call it whatever you want. Fine. But I am telling you, I am someone who didn't vote for Trump in 2016, who voted for him in 2020. And it is the most infuriating thing to hear fraud, 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 fraud. It makes me not want to vote for Trump. It makes my friends not want to vote for Trump. And the Trump supporters don't get it. A year ago, I was saying I was going to I was going to support DeSantis because I cannot stand Trump whinging like a baby about fraud. Okay, are you mad at me because you don't like how I'm describing it? Understand how I feel. If you want my vote, Trump's got your vote. He doesn't have mine because I'm sick of hearing about it. It's this whiny, whingy baby. Trump cheated. Don't care. Literally don't care. What are you going to do about it? I don't want a whiny baby who's complaining that they got cheated. I want someone who's going to stand up and say they may be playing dirty, but we're going to play harder, 10 times better, 10 times stronger, and we're going to take it back. They didn't do it in 2022. That's what I see with all this stuff. Anyway, look, here's my point. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. If we're going to win, we're going to win by saying we know the game, we know the rules, and we'll, we'll play it better. Donald Trump said it himself. That's why I'm leaning towards voting for Trump, plus the East Palestine stuff. But when Trump came out and said, we're going to be ballot harvesters, I said, he's finally getting it. That's what I want to hear. I'll leave it there. It's a silly segment. I don't know, whatever. Next segment's coming up at 1 p.m. on this channel. Thanks for hanging out, and I'll see y'all then. Recently on The View... Actor Billy Porter says we are already in a civil war and then quickly adds the context of, of the mind of the mind, which is just fifth generational warfare, I guess. And he said this because Ron DeSantis is banning sex shows for children in Florida. And what we're seeing across the United States, many states are enacting laws to prohibit the uh, uh, gender affirming care, as the left likes to call it. I just call it a child sex change. The other day, I heard that Amanda Bynes was wandering around Los Angeles naked. And so many people were concerned she was not well. And she was placed on what's called a 5150. It's a it's a psychological hold. The state can take you and hold you and then evaluate your mind to make sure you are no threat to yourselves, uh, to yourself or to others. And so when I see this this claim that anti-transgender legislation and anti-drag queen story hour stuff. I just thought to myself and I tweeted this out. 
If you threaten to kill yourself unless someone surgically removes your breasts or testicles, you should be placed on a 5150. I don't care what age you are. And it sounds like to anybody that it's this, this is something about trans people. No. The point is this. If you threaten to kill yourself, you should be placed on a 5150, period. I don't care for what reason or why. Someone who is threatening to harm themselves or others should be temporarily restrained so we can figure out if they're a danger to themselves or others. Now, if you go around threatening other people, you're committing a crime. Maybe you're mentally unwell. If you're threatening yourself, you're probably just mentally unwell. So you should be placed on a 5150. This is what we keep hearing, that these children need sex change surgery. Otherwise, they'll commit suicide. And my response is, it is, it is horrifying and it is tragic. And there are many reasons that children and young people commit suicide and adults. And we don't affirm any one of them except this one, right? So I was just thinking that was a, a good place to start. Because I guess we're going to be talking about civil war. And um, yeah, I'll play for you the clip from Billy Porter so you can understand. But there is political context here. Quote, you cannot stop me. Democrat has used filibuster to block virtually all political business in Nebraska for weeks of a Republican bill to ban gender surgery for underage kids as she likens it to genocide and vows to keep going. For what reason? Is this Democrat desperately trying to stop the legislative process? Well, to make sure that the testicles and breasts of children can be surgically amputated. Healthy body parts, mind you. Really? Okay. If you have a cult so fervent, this is what they demand. I'm sorry. I think we're in a civil war. That's just me. Billy Porter agrees. Sarah Silverman thinks there's going to be a national divorce. And they're talking about arresting a former president. So you tell me if this is where we're at, I guess. Here's the story from The Daily Caller. Actor and LGBT activist Billy Porter denounced the ongoing wave of anti-transgenderism legislation during a, during a Tuesday appearance on The View. Porter, best known for his role on FX drama Pose, appeared on the show to discuss issues related to the LGBT community. During the conversation, co-host Joy Behar asked Porter about his opinion on conservative state legislatures targeting drag shows. There's this war against trans people, Behar claimed. Drag performers are not transgender, but you see how they view these things. Well, I'll play for you the video. This is the view, and you can uh, you can listen to it for yourself. Of 2022, yes. we talked about how Florida Governor uh, DeSantis uh, had just filed a complaint against a bar called the R House yeah. that holds drag shows. Okay, yeah. uh, eight months later, things have only escalated. As we talk about it, you know, it's constant um, aggravation with this. What do you make of the fact that we're still talking about this, and that um, it's happening in other states too, not just Florida? Right? Yeah, it's there's this war yeah. against trans people. Which and is, LGBTQ plus yeah, people yeah, and yeah. people who are othered. And cabaret people. And cabaret people. It's a cabaret people? What are you talking about? And people who are othered? What, you mean like Trump supporters? Clarify what you mean, but let's continue. 
It's like, a circle please. of life. Yeah. What you know, we've why all, are they doing it? I, th for power. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everything is about power, and you could always trace it back to the money. You say that all the time. Yeah. Follow you know, the money. It's, it's follow the money, follow the power, power at any cost. It's very hypocritical. You know, the, the, <coughs> the leading cause of death in children are guns. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just uh, pause here and assess power? What power is gained by saying don't have sex shows for children? Yeah, uh, I'm not quite sure, but whatever. Continue. Yeah, yeah. They're guns. Yeah. And according to the CDC, Billy Porter is correct. Firearms are the leading cause of death among children. I didn't think that sounded weird, but uh, at least according to the CDC. I know it's the morning and I'm not supposed to be screaming, but they're guns. Yeah. Not you know, drag queens. Not drag queens. No. Leave us alone. <laughs> and when did anyone say that drag queens were murdering children? They didn't. But again, continue. We're almost done. You know, and it just, it's a distraction. It's a distraction on purpose. We don't know what to pay. We don't know what to pay attention to. You know, our justice system is convoluted. It's hard to understand on purpose. Let's be clear about that. Yeah. It's on purpose. You know, it was like when we were talking, when we were talking about Roe Ro v. Wade, that the word codified came up. I was like, what is that? Yeah. And y'all didn't do it for 50 years? Yeah. What's happening? Yeah. You know, su subpoenas. If any one of us is subpoenaed we, and we don't go, we end up in jail, you right? You a little perp walk. Yeah. Yeah. What are we talking about and what are we doing? And everybody's so scared because, oh, if we do that, then we might have a civil war. We're already in a civil war, y'all. It's a civil war of the mind. They're messing with our minds. We're already in it. So what I see with these, uh, with these people is uh, derangement, utter derangement. Think about what Billy Porter said. It's for power. What power is gained by being like, don't have sex shows for kids? What power is gained? Now, if you want to talk to me about big pharmaceutical companies or Ukraine, I'll say for power. Why are we at war? It's for power. Why are we doing these, 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 these vaccine mandates? For power. Why are Democrats holding the January 6th hearings? For power. That makes a ton of sense. The January 6th hearings are meant to stop Donald Trump and cause him harm, cause him financial damage, arrest and terrify his supporters. Terrorism. Why is Antifa burning down buildings in Georgia for power? Why did Ron DeSantis ban sex shows for kids? Because they're bad. That's it. Does Ron DeSantis earn money by doing so? Is there an industry that profits off of a lack of sex shows for kids? No. With war, you get the military industrial complex. With, with vax mandates, you've got big pharma. With January 6th, you've got donors and a fervent base demanding that you do this thing and they will give you money. Ah, and there it is. The only argument, I suppose, for why Ron DeSantis would actually try and stop sex shows for kids. His constituents demand it. And you may be saying, Tim, fair point. But if the Democrat constituents are demanding it of their reps, then they should have the January 6th hearings. And they should. Yes, you are correct. And, and, and thus civil war. That's the only thing I see. Take a look at this story. Nebraska, uh, Mich uh, Michaela Kavanaugh, Democrat, representing an Omaha district in the state in the state Senate, launched her obstruction after Kathleen Koth, a Republican, 
introduced a bill to ban transgender uh, child sex change surgeries. And I believe there's a video here we can play. You need to hear this. You can decide, you can talk to the speaker, and you can say, listen, LB 547 is the priority of this legislature, or it's not. But if this legislature collectively decides that legislating hate against children is our priority, then I am going to make it painful, painful for everyone. Because if you want to inflict pain upon our children, I am going to inflict pain upon this body. Let's pause right there. They, they repeatedly argue that child sex change surgeries are rare, few and far between. If that's the case, then why does it matter if it's banned? She also goes on to say, inflict pain. You want to inflict pain. In fact, quite the opposite. First, children who are experiencing gender dysphoria, whether it's social or physical or otherwise, whatever reason you may say, are already experiencing pain. You amputating healthy body parts and medicating them, causing damage to their bodies, is inflicting pain. But I digress. And I have nothing, nothing but time. And I am going to use all of it. If people think that they're going to wear me down, if yesterday didn't show you that you can't wear me down, you cannot wear me down. I literally left the floor yesterday, went up to my office, and laid down on the floor. I laid down on the floor, hard floor, and took a 20-minute nap before going to committee hearings. You cannot stop me. And think about that level of derangement but commitment, something you don't see from the right. How many people showed up to defend Donald Trump to protest on his behalf over this pending indictment? A handful? Small little bit? How many people are willing to go the lengths the Democrats are willing to go to scream that they need they absolutely demand the right to, to surgically remove testicles from children. It's psychotic. That's what they're talking about doing. You want me to sugarcoat it? I won't do it. I won't play this game where I will use soft language like gender affirming care. What is seeking to be banned, what is sought to be banned is the surgical removal of healthy body parts from children, period. They are saying you can't do this. Additionally, they don't want hormones or, or puberty blockers, medical intervention that alters the body of a child. That's what we're talking about right now. And what they're doing is saying gender affirming care. They're using manipulative language because there is a civil war on your mind. Billy Porter's right about that. I will not be stopped. So. If LB 574 gets an early floor debate and moves forward, it will be very painful for this body. You're cruising down the highway, windows rolled down, tunes blasting from the radio. You're in the zone and living the dream. Suddenly, your car sputters, coughs, and throws a wrench in your whole day. Tow trucks, repair bills, the dream turns into a nightmare. Don't wait until car trouble steals your peace of mind. Visit CarShield now at carshield.com slash Carlson. For nearly 20 years, CarShield has helped millions of drivers avoid the stress of major repairs. They offer plans covering up to 5,000 parts and systems, from your engine and transmission to electronics and more, all for a low monthly rate that fits your budget. CarShield plans also include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, and rental options. 
Get peace of mind now. Visit CarShield online at carshield.com slash Carlson. Join millions of customers and contact CarShield now to save 20%. Visit carshield.com slash Carlson. That's carshield.com slash Carlson. Visit now. She will not stop. She will not back down because she desperately wants. Let me let me let me make sure I, I get this uh, all right. Michaela Kavanaugh wants to surgically remove children's testicles so bad that she will not stop. She won't be stopped. She will have those testicles. She will have the breasts removed of your children. That's what she wants. That's what she wants. And I think everybody would be wise to say it. Do not use their language. Do not give them what they want. What, what this bill seeks to do is prevent the surgical removal of the penis and testicles of young boys and the breasts of young girls and to prevent their sterilization. But I got to tell you, maybe it is just civil war and this is where we're going. I don't know how you uh, see it any other way. From the Daily Mail, inhumane science experiments, Missouri's top lawyer slams emergency curbs on trans operations for kids. Uh, they, they got the headline wrong. He slaps is what they said, slept emergency curbs. The Missouri's Republican AG has stopped them calling them inhumane science experiments. Here's the challenge. If you are inclined to sterilize or abort your children, my attitude is like, well, then your genes don't deserve to be passed down. And we have very little to worry about because in a few generations, whatever it is that makes you, you won't exist. However, as many pointed out, it's not the children's fault these people's brains have been destroyed. I couldn't imagine being a child today seeking guidance and care from your parents only to be told by your parents that you need to have your genitals surgically removed. Oh, I know, I know. Cue all the leftists saying, we don't hear you talking about circumcision. Dude, men's rights activists have been screaming about circumcision for decades or longer. And I think that's also stupid, too. But I'm not about to get into that because that's less material than what this woman is doing. This Democrat understand what that woman is doing. Now, inversely, you have a Republican AG using the, uh, his procedural powers to stop these things, the same as she is using hers to guarantee them. She must be stopped. No question about it. Ask if, if I'll put it this way. If you live in a world where your loved ones are telling you that they agree children should be able to go to a doctor without their parents' consent, without their parents' knowledge, to seek gender-affirming care in which their genitals will be removed, in, in which their breasts will be removed, and they will receive hormone treatments. If you, if, if, if you have people in your, fam- in your lives, your fa- friends and family who believe that stuff, I'm not sure there's a way to bring them back from that degree of indoctrination and psychosis. I suppose, though, it's kind of like I am legend. These people live in that world. What they don't understand is that these kids don't want these things. Despite the fact the kids may say they do, the kids don't know. And that's why we're having so many detransitioners come out and file lawsuits. There's another uh, recent lawsuit from a, small, uh, a young girl who had her breasts removed and is now suing. Chloe Cole is doing the same thing. I know it's kind of weird to bring all this up in the context of civil war or whatever. But that's what Billy Porter did. On The View, a mainstream network, television, news and commentary show, The View. It's like the antithesis of Tim Cast IRL, I guess. They advocate for 
removing the testicles, the genitals of children on national TV. And they cry and they say, why are they trying to stop us from doing this? What do you have in common with those people? The ones that are coming out and saying we are already in a civil war because you won't let them cut off, amputate healthy body parts from children. I would ask this of uh, I'm sure Michael Knowles and, and Matt Walsh do it already. But I would just ask that anybody who seeks to talk about this does not refer to it as gender affirming care or or, or treatment, simply say the surgical removal of a, ch- a child's genitals, because that's the issue at hand. You notice how they're upset about these drag shows. They never mention that the real issue that, say, Ron DeSantis or we have is that there's children there, because I can say it 50 billion times. I will personally put on a drag show. I will hire prominent drag queens, and they will come, and we'll do a big show, and everyone will have a good time with free, free food and free drinks. Sorry, 21 and up only, there's alcohol involved. Oh, and drag isn't appropriate for children. I don't think burlesque for children makes sense. So they call it cabaret. You want that for kids? Okay. Well, then you're creepy people. And I don't see how these worldviews come together at all. Gays Against Groomers tweets. Let's see if I can zoom in here a little bit. Texas and Indiana have both advanced bills, passed their Senate committees to end the medical transitioning of minors. More wins. Let's go. Keep the pressure up. It's working. I was I, I just got to say this to um, Gays Against Groomers. Transitioning. Correct your language. Say Texas and Indiana have both advanced bills passed their Senate committees to end the surgical amputation of healthy genitals from children. How about that? Language matters. Medical transitioning. Oh, I get it. I get it. You're saying it includes, you know, medical transitioning like pills and stuff. I'm pretty sure if you're going to ban that, you're also banning the amputation of body parts. But I'll say it again. Imagine if someone went outside screaming they were going to kill themselves unless you cut their hand off. Yeah, we would 5150 that person in a second. Amanda Bynes got 5150 for being naked. She didn't hurt herself. She didn't hurt anybody else. She just wasn't wearing clothes. That's her offense. And for that, they put her on a psychiatric hold. So they keep telling us if we don't surgically remove the child's testicles, they'll kill themselves. Like, okay, well, you should lock that kid up, dude. Because anybody who's going to hurt themselves or someone else needs to be under observation. Why is it? That in this scenario, it's the only time you're like, that's fine. But if this kid was like, unless you, uh, uh, you know, cut off my legs, I'm going to end my own life. You'd be like, what? But this one. The only difference is that this is how those children will reproduce. So it is kind of funny that the same people who are pro sterilizing kids are also in favor of uh, abortion. That's literally what you heard from Billy Porter. He said, Roe v. Wade, why didn't you codify it? What, these laws targeting trans kids, the end result of what they're demanding is the right to end their own lineage. I say, let them do it. Let them do it. I know conservatives come out and they're like, it's not the child's fault. They're innocent. You're right. But yo, I've never seen, I've never heard of a history 
of a group of people so adamant, so hell bent on ending their own children. You know why? Because they don't exist. They end their lineage and there's no one left to carry on their ideas. Is it wrong of me to say, let liberals sterilize their children? Let them do it. Is that offensive? Could I get in trouble for saying that? I don't know. If I came out and said, we should, we should give more children transgender surgeries, as many as possible, whether they're sure or not, just just get them in there, crank them in, crank them out. Oh, and maximize abortions. All women, you know, liberals get abortions. Are they going to be mad at me? What's the response? If I say to the left, please, I beg of you, if your kid exhibits any kind of trans dysphoria or anything, yes, bring them in for that treatment. Have their, have their reproductive organs removed at a young age. Jazz Jennings will never have children. See, I find that shockingly offensive. I find it horrifying. Yet for some reason, I've tweeted out things of that nature. I never get a hit piece. Media Matters never insults me over it. I could say something like, you know, Donald Trump's the greatest president we've ever had. And they'll write hit pieces after hit piece after hit piece. But I tweet out, sterilize your sons and daughters to prevent overpopulation. Not a beep. I tweet out, it's a good thing that Democrats are are doing this because then they won't have kids. Not a peep. I have to wonder if they're just excited to remove themselves from the gene pool. It is what it is, I guess. Now, whether or not we're actually in a civil war is a matter of historical debate, I suppose. But I think we are. And I think people just don't understand that civil war doesn't look the way it looked in 1861. What it's going to look like is going to be something very different. And when you have a worldview so disparate, when Billy Porter screams on TV, you're not communicating with that guy. The view, they don't care about what your worldview is. And conservatives, libertarians, the freedom faction, disaffected liberals project their logical reasoning onto people with none. They do not take actions for the same reasons as you. It's an emotional argument. The child knows. Let them sterilize themselves. On the right, it's like, well, the parent guides the child. Well, that's called logic. They don't exhibit that. You're not going to give them that. They will not develop the ability to reason or understand. Some people may lack knowledge and information, and you give it to them and say, oh, wow, I didn't realize that. Fair point. But when they're so desperate and blind, the end result, in my opinion, is just obvious. We'll fight, but they're fighting for their right to end themselves already. So why fight at all? Now, fight in the schools that I get. Stop the sex shows for kids that I get. But they want to go and, and, and amputate their kids' junk so their kids can't have kids anymore? Okay, fine, whatever, dude. You won't have kids. You know, it's funny because they're complaining, we need immigrants because we don't have enough workers. It's like, well, maybe y'all should stop aborting your kids and sterilizing them. And leave us to our own devices. If we want borders, we want borders. We'll see what happens, man. I'm sure this video will get banned somewhere. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Become a member at TimCast.com to support our work because we really do need it. And I will see you all in the next segment at 4 p.m. on this channel.
Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's arkseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. arcseedkits.com. Now, it's an image you'll love to see. Xi Jinping of China shaking hands with Vladimir Putin of Russia. It's a new era of cooperation, something Xi Jinping says has not been done in over 100 years. And I guess for us here in the United States, uh, World War Three. Now, I got this tweet from Mario Knopfel talking about the breaking news from the other day that Putin and Xi Jinping signed documents on Russia-China strategic cooperation. Putin made the following comments. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know you're all sitting there being like, I don't care about the nitpicky conversations. I want action. I want to know about the explosions, war. Well, you got it, baby. Here we go. NATO's warning to Putin. U.S. B-52 bombers flanked by NATO allies in the skies over Europe in a show of strength as China shows growing support for Russia amid Ukraine invasion. Take a look at that video. That's what you wanted, right, baby? Action. Bombers, jets, fighters escorting through the air because it was previously reported that a U.S. bomber over the Baltic Sea was flanked by Russian fighters and basically removed. We're getting that growing tension, baby. And it's going to be the U.S. and Europe versus Russia and China, World War III. Maybe, maybe not. But here's a tweet from Mario Knopfel. China is clearly Russia's top trade and economic partner. Trade and economic cooperation is a priority for our uh, for our relationship. Russia is prepared to increase its oil and LNG liquid natural gas supply to China. Russia is helping to build atomic stations in China. The Ukraine Russia peace plan was also discussed. Putin, quote, Russia and China, China strongly oppose violating interests of other countries to gain our own advantage. Should the U.S. be afraid of the strengthening relations between Russia and China? Yeah, Uh, we got Jesse Henderson responding, saying we should be afraid of our own leadership. I agree. I think the problem we are facing right now, as we are looking at the unprecedented threat of an exploding Chinese economy and military power, is that we are being led by psychopaths. But my friends, maybe it's all part of the plan. See, TikTok, melting people's brains, promoting people like Dylan Mulvaney, getting on TV shows because Americans are culturally weak and they know it. There's a video. Shows a bunch of Chinese kids in camo uniforms crying, being shown patriotic films. There's a video of Chinese school children putting together firearms. And in America, we are arguing over whether or not children should have their genitals surgically removed. 
Yeah, we are, we are not a serious people. I think we've already been defeated. And I think our cultural weakness is being exploited. Europe's suffering the same fate, as is the United States. Donald Trump, in my opinion, may be the only man who can probably save us from this. But he is being actively opposed by a corrupt cult zombie faction. Let me put it this way. You know, if, uh, if you could unleash a horde of zombies, like flesh-eating zombies, uh, maybe I like the Cordyceps version from The Last of Us. Maybe it's the 28 Days Later one where you get like a single drop of blood in your eye and you're like, ah, and you turn into a zombie instantly, which is kind of absurd, to be honest, because like the virus ain't going to be traveling that fast. But if you could unleash a horde of those zombies on an enemy country, you'd win, right? I just watched World War Z the other day because, you know, basically I turn on Netflix, not my Netflix, someone else's. And (laughs) actually, it's true. Like, I don't have Netflix. And um, but you turn the TV on. I think I think it's I'm not going to say who's it is anyway. And that's like number one movie of the week, World War Z. And then you have like the scene where Israel's got all these borders, uh, uh, the, the wall built around the country because they feared the zombies were coming. And then the zombies come, climb over the wall, and then, you know, everybody dies. That is a powerful way to destroy a nation. Unleash a horde of zombies. Now, in the real world, there's no such thing as zombism. I mean, there's bioweapons, but bioweapons can run amok and then hit everybody. So what do you do? China, I think, hit the nail on the head. Unleash TikTok on the United States and social media and then watch as our country consumes itself. As there are people who seek to maintain a strong and great America, i.e. Donald Trump, Trump supporters, obviously. And then you have zombie cult members who will burn the whole country to the ground because, well, they're zombies. Zombies don't need a reason. They're just zombies. How are we supposed to fight a war with China and Russia when we are on the verge of a civil war? Thus, this may be the fall of the American Republic, but it may not be the end. It may be the emergence of the global NATO or Davos empire. And that's where I think things get scary because you will own nothing and you will be happy. I mean, most of you won't be happy, but they'll tell you you're happy. And if you express discontent, then they'll just throw you in the gulag. So, uh, yeah, hope you're ready for that. The Daily Mail, Xi Jinping delivers a chilling message for the West as he tells dear friend Vladimir Putin, change is coming that hasn't happened in 100 years and we are driving it. On day, Russian despot said UK risked nuclear collision with its aid to Ukraine. I got to be honest with you guys, the more I see from China, the less I'm actually opposed to, well, I I, want to make sure I say this correctly. The more impressed I am is, is probably the better way to put it. And what I mean is, yes, China is evil in many ways. They're, they're, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The, the Chinese Communist Party is, is very, very evil. The things they did, the Cultural Revolution, all the things, all their history is horrifying. But I take a look at what we are dealing with here in the United States. And what I mean to say is we need a little bit of what they got. And I don't care if you disagree or whatever. I'm not a, I'm not a big statist. I'm a little statist. Like, I think there should be a state, but you know, not a very big one. But I do think we need a common defense. We need a cohesive common culture and moral traditions. And that is what I'm talking about. China has that. They instill that. They don't let their kids watch Dylan Mulvaney on TikTok. They block that stuff and they make their kids watch science lessons and education. So they will have a robust, strong and intelligent future generation running the ship. And we will have dejected, degenerate morons here in the United States. 
You know what's funny about the movie Idiocracy? If you've seen it, shout out Mike Judge. In Idiocracy, they only talk about the United States. I, for the most part, I think. Comacho, a, world, a, a wrestler, is the president. They're spraying sports drinks onto their crops because Brondo, it's what plants crave, got electrolytes, which is salting the earth and stopping the plants from growing so they're all starving. They don't talk to you about in that movie about, you know, China, for instance. Maybe what they should do with Idiocracy 2 is show the United States in decay and then show other countries. I don't know. I think an Idiocracy might be a global government or something. I can't remember. But I'm, I'm convinced at this point that if we jumped 100 years in the future, you would see China with flying cars and spaceships. And in the United States, you'd see, you know, I don't know. I was going to be vulgar, but I'll keep from being vulgar. Degeneracy. I'll just say degeneracy. I'll keep it academic. Degeneracy. People will be wallowing in pools of disgusting pleasure and then suffering because of it. The epitome of short-term gains and long-term losses. Meanwhile, China is focused on the inverse. Short-term sacrifice, long-term gain. As is Russia. Russia's not playing these games either. The U.S. is. And the noble left is saying we should respect the degeneracy. Well, OK, that will be our downfall. And it is to, a, to an extent liberalism. You know, liberalism, live and let live, is not all bad. The problem is it only works if you actually still have and maintain a culture of meritocracy and personal responsibility. But you see, what happened is slowly, one by one, people seep in who don't want to be responsible but demand. And the liberals keep giving and giving and giving until liberalism becomes corrupted and destructive. So we will sit back and watch China gear up for what is only described, I suppose, by most as World War Three. And you think we're ready to fight that? We got jets flying over the Baltic being pushed out by Russia. You've got a media claiming Russia's losing. I don't buy for a second Russia's losing. You may tell me Russia is losing a border dispute. For, but with, we're thousands of miles away. <clears throat> Not saying they're winning. But this idea that it's as bad as they say. They say Putin's got, he's diseased, he's dying. There's a revolt. I don't buy it. It's propaganda, baby. I don't. I don't believe it. Putin just d- signs this deal with Xi Jinping. They're neighboring nations. Russia's massive. Russia could say to China, you got a lot of people, we got a lot of land. Can we get some of your people up here to develop these regions of Russia, making us and you stronger? Let's do it. We will crush the United States. That's what I see coming. I hope you all are ready for it. Because, man, putting in Joe Biden was a big mistake. But I got I got to be honest. I think I think you all know that we are dealing with a zombified faction, a hypoxic lobe of our brain. The left hemisphere of the United States is withered and dying and taking all of us with it. How do we survive this? I don't know, but I'll leave it there. It's, a, it's the latest development. If there was more on the war front, you know, I'd have more to say. But for the time being, I think you need only look at this photograph of Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin shaking hands to know dark times indeed. Trump 2024, I guess. Next segment's coming up at 6 p.m. on this channel. Thanks for hanging out, and I will see you all then. I think the answer to this headline is yes. Does Jazz Jennings regret transitioning? The story of a child who did not know what gender was, who underwent gender transition before puberty, and then received surgery before being an adult. 
The story from The Spectator is actually rather terrifying. And it's rooted in a clip from Jazz Jennings' show, where Jazz, who is biologically male but was transitioned as a child, says, I just don't feel like myself. I never do. So despite all the surgeries, the years of affirmation, nothing is making Jazz feel like themselves. It's weird. I can't begin to try and understand what that must be like for anybody who doesn't feel like themselves. But maybe this is the reason why they say that despite affirmation, attempted suicides remain high among those suffering from gender dysphoria because there is something else within them that makes them feel like they're not themselves. And what's being offered is a simple answer that is incorrect. Hey, maybe the reason you don't feel like yourself is because you're actually the opposite sex. Wrong gender identity. And then in reality, that's not the reason, but people who are desperate to figure out what's wrong with them will accept it and try it because they're affirmed. Affirmation is not the way. Treatment is the way. If someone says, I don't feel like myself, I'm a pumpkin, you would not affirm that. But in only one circumstance of dysmorphia do we actually affirm, and that's gender, uh, gender dysphoria. I want to read for you the story from Spectator and then talk about it because there's something I've read a bit about, and it's actually rather horrifying, but it goes into interesting detail. From The Spectator, does Jazz Jennings regret transitioning? I will say, in my opinion, the answer is outright yes. Yes, Jazz Jennings regrets transition, is depressed, and it's getting worse. Here's the story. And I'm not going to get into uh, too much of what they write. It's a lot of verbose opining, but there are some key points here and a video clip I want to play for you. The story of Jazz Jennings, whose parents began their attempts to transition him to female when he was just five years old, full stop, to, to girlhood or womanhood. Female is a sex, not a gender. It had a major impact on the acceptance of transgenderism in America. As a child who made TV appearances with Barbara Walters, Jennings was the example par excellence for the perspective that some people innately belong to the opposite gender. An argument that was made more convincing because Jennings' parents had treated him as a girl since early childhood. In recent years, however, Jennings has repeatedly made headlines for health problems that offer counter evidence to the narrative that medicine can seamlessly transition adults or children from one sex to the one they were supposedly truly belonging to. A botched penile inversion vaginoplasty that Jennings underwent at the age of 17 required multiple corrective surgeries and left him with greatly diminished sexual function. Not to mention, this individual is completely sterile and will never have a family. One of Jennings' surgeons, Marcy Bowers, later went public with he uh, hesitancy toward the World Professional Association of Transgender Health Standards of Care for Children, arguing the practice of giving 11-year-olds testosterone blockers and 13-year-olds estrogen treatments has made it impossible for doctors to later perform a traditional penile inversion vaginoplasty on them. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As doctors are required to take skin grafts in order to have enough tissue, often leaving patients with poor outcomes. This is exactly what happens with Jennings. 
His surgery was performed with stomach lining to make up for the lack of available tissue. Soon after the surgery, his, quote, neovagina split apart. Three corrective surgeries over a period of years were subsequently performed. Quote, I think there was naivety on the part of pediatric endocrinologists who were proponents of early puberty blockade, thinking that just this magic can happen can sur- and sur- that surgeons can do anything, said Bowers in an interview with Abigail Schreier. But honestly, Bowers continued, I can't sit here and tell you that people who begin transitioning as children have better or even good results. They're not as functional. I worry about their reproductive rights later. I worried about their sexual health later and ability to find intimacy. I feel bad for Jazz Jennings, man. I really do. I hope Jazz does find peace. But Jazz will never have a family, nor does Jazz has, have the option to have a family. Now, maybe as more and more liberals abort their kids and sterilize them, it won't matter because Jazz will still fit in. But I think deep down, human beings have a desire for family. Jazz will not have that. Jazz can adopt. There's other means. Some people can't have kids. Look, there are women who are who are infertile or sterile and men much the same. It's not a death sentence. I'm just saying for some people, they lament their lack of ability to reproduce. For Jazz, it was taken from them. Following the initial surgeries, Jennings gained over 100 pounds through binge eating and experienced a range of mental health disorders. Jennings' mother, Jeanette, deflected theories that those difficulties were caused by the penile inversion vaginoplasty and argued that Jazz had long experienced mental health issues. I wonder why. Season eight of the TLC show, I Am Jazz, is now airing. And in a recent episode, Jennings has an alarming conversation with his mother. In a clip that has gone viral over the past week, Jennings says that he is completely broken and unable to be his true self. One has to wonder if a lifetime of hormone treatments and surgeries intended to alter his appearance might have something to do with that. I have warned of this. Look up the story of John Money. They took two young boys and forcefully transitioned one into a girl. Both later took their own lives. One may, uh, may I believe the older brother may have been a drug overdose, so maybe, maybe not intentional. But the, the young male who was forcefully transitioned at a young age, I believe was, in, was just an outright suicide. It's, it's, it's horrifying. We don't want this to happen. But it is. Jazz explains to his mother that he keeps going back to negative and that he can't get out of his head. It just doesn't stop. Jazz's mother attempts to stop the breakdown and convince Jazz, who in a recent episode went on a date with a woman, that everything will be all right. It's okay. Give me a hug. I know what you're going through. We've been there before. This is what I said was going to happen. The story as it was covered was that when Jazz was young and being groomed, Jazz said that they were attracted to boys. Then after around 13 or 14, Jazz said that they were pansexual. I stated what I believed to be happening was that Jazz was experiencing natural male development and Jazz was attracted to females. Upon this realization, there was a, di- a difficult mental state. But I've always been told that it's, that it's males. But now I'm feeling it towards females. Uh-oh. That's why Jazz went from being attracted to males to, fe- to, to being pan. I believe what we're now going to see is Jazz's eventual detransition. We will see, though. I don't know for sure. It is a powerful motivator having a TV show and being famous. Jazz's mother attempts to break down and convince Jazz, went on a date with a woman, it'll be all right. 
Jazz then comes clean with the truth. I just want to feel like myself. That's it. I don't care. All I want is to be happy and feel like me. I don't feel like me ever. I don't feel like me ever. Here's the clip. So, um, are you feeling like you wanted to start talking about? Are you okay? I'm okay. I'm like going to cry. But you, you know, know I can't get out of my head. I know. No, listen. <laughs> It just doesn't stop. It's okay. Give me a hug. It's okay. I know what you're going through. We've been there before. No, it still doesn't stop now. I and I'm already going well, back to you, negative. But the more you're talking about yourself, it gets harder. Mm-hmm. You're digging in and you're, it's making you put a, a magnifying glass on what's already creepy. difficult as it is. So this is hard for you. I know. And you don't, we don't want to push and you I know anymore. I'm the one doing it. Like, I know. You're your own worst enemy. I feel kind of all over the place and like my mind is very cluttered and not clear. And I really want to have that clarity. I really want to understand myself and be able to read my own soul and what I want. And it's just very challenging. And I think I'm kind of breaking down a little bit and spiraling into negativity. I wonder if Jazz went on a date with a woman, if part of the depression is Jazz will never be that man, will never be that strong adult man who can provide for and care for and be there for a woman that they want to be with, that they are now trapped in a body and they will not experience what they are yearning for. It's almost the inversion of what they say gender dysphoria is. In fact, what I am saying overtly is that Jazz Jennings may be truly experiencing gender dysphoria right now. That is to say, if you are 16, 17 year old male and you're experiencing gender dysphoria, you're becoming older and you say, you want to undergo these these surgeries. I can certainly understand gender dysphoria. I believe it does exist. I believe that there are some people who experience this. They look in the mirror. They're they're, they're shocked by this. I know there are many conservatives who say they don't think it exists. It's not a real thing. Mm. I think people experience it. I don't know if affirmation is the appropriate response. With jazz, I believe that because jazz was transitioned as a child, jazz never actually experienced a natural development and the ability to then have a gender identity. Thus, Jazz, who is biologically male and where 99.9% of biological males will identify with their own biological sex, was placed into the body of a female or a facsimile of. And now, uh, at the point of adulthood, is yearning for a normal male experience as is true of 99% of biological males. That's the wager. And now Jazz is saying, I, I, I don't feel like myself. I believe that Jazz is now experiencing true gender dysphoria in the wrong body. Jeanette, for her part, tries to dissuade Jazz from introspecting too deeply. But the more you're talking about yourself, it gets harder. You're digging in and it's making you put a magnifying glass on what's already difficult. Jeanette, of course, has made millions off of Jazz's transition and become famous for it. She now runs her own organization, the Trans Kid Purple Rainbow Foundation, which aims to enhance the lives of transgender and gender nonconforming youth and their families. Jeanette has adamantly supported Jazz's transition and pushed Jazz to incorporate every available mode of transition to appear as much as possible as though he is a woman. A recent clip from TLC shows Jeanette pressuring Jazz to dilate his neo-vagina every day. Jeanette says that if Jazz doesn't do it, it will wring Jazz's neck. Men who undergo a penile inversion vaginoplasty are expected to dilate the open wound for over two hours a day for up to two years post-surgery 
and for shorter periods of time for the rest of their lives. Otherwise, the wound can shrink. Worse still, the wound can form an air pocket and then cause very serious complications and infection. But with her, I'm worried about like her mental well-being and her dilation. The minute she leaves my house, we have a dilation problem. That is a concern. When you don't have that watchful eye, they tend to go back to old patterns. I have woken Jazz out of a dead sleep and taken the dilator and put the lubrication on it and said, here, you take this and you put it in your vagina. If not, I will. But Jazz is bad. Even when I'm home once a day, I will be so mad if she goes away to college and that thing seals up. Oh, my God. Wring her neck. Can you imagine? One more time. What did she say? It's bad. Even when I'm home, once a day. I will be so mad if she goes away to college and that thing seals up. I will wring her neck. She said, I will wring her neck if she doesn't lube up the dilator. This is clear psychological torment and abuse. This is insane. Maybe there's a reason Jazz Jennings is not doing it. My God. Where is Child Protective Services? I mean, Jazz is an adult at this point, but still. Jeanette Jennings said she's woken up Jazz in the middle of the night demanding he dilate his neo-vagina. That's not what she said. She said vagina. Which is not what it is. Jazz's hesitancy to partake in this perhaps has something about the enthusiasm for undergoing a vaginoplasty. Another piece of evidence that Jennings is not as gung-ho as his mother on being surgically crafted. Uh, whatever. Quote, if we didn't define someone's life based on what's between their legs, things would be so much different, Jazz says during an episode, episode five of his latest season of the show. Of course, having Jazz undergo a series of four genital surgeries in an attempt to make him appear like a woman, Jeanette Jennings has done exactly that. The medical issues that Jazz Jennings has encountered show just how disastrous gender transition is medically. The, the, the important thing I want to talk about here is that I believe Jazz is not transgender. I believe Jazz Jennings is gender dysphoric now because Jazz is male and wants to be male, but can't say it because the world around them is screaming in Jazz's face. This is what you are, what you must be and why. And Jazz has advocated relentlessly for trans kids and books, writing a book about it, encouraging more. I don't understand how we can see all of this evidence. Let's let's take let's let's take it in for a second. Jazz dates a woman. Okay. You want to say that Jazz is a trans lesbian. All right, I guess. But this is more indicative of a typical biological male attracted to women. To women. Jazz was not old enough at the time to know what it meant to be a woman or to feel like a man at all. How could you say I'm in the wrong body if you didn't even have the body? If someone is an adult male and they're like, this feels wrong to me, or an adult female and says, this feels wrong to me, that I understand. And there's serious challenges and complications with dealing with that dysphoria. But Jazz, as a little boy, never had a man's body. Never truly had a male body, for sure. But did not develop to the point where Jazz would know. Jazz was supposed to go to university and instead became extremely depressed. And they said Jazz can't be alone. Began binge eating and gained massive weight. Refuses to dilate. Why? I don't think Jazz wants to be this. I don't know. I just I just hope Jazz finds the courage to be themselves. Jazz is saying, I just I don't feel like myself ever. 
because you're surrounded by people who are demanding of you what you do and how you do it. Jazz needs to leave this house and get away from the enablers and the abusers, seek deep meditation and therapy to finally discover what it is Jazz truly wants. And if that is to be whatever Jazz is right now, me, I got no beef. I'm libertarian. You live your life, you be happy. But clearly, what this family is putting Jazz Jennings through is not making Jazz happy. In fact, Jazz is once again, apparently putting on weight and getting worse. I think simply put, the fact that Jazz is refusing to dilate, it just shows us everything you need to know. Dating a woman and refusing to dilate. Jazz needs to get away from these people. I hope Jazz finds true friends who help them get away from this and become what they want to become. Whatever that may be, get away from the abusers. Lose them. Isn't that what that dude said on TikTok? Lose your parents if they don't understand you? That's sad and scary. I'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up in a few minutes. Stick around and I'll see you all shortly. Exoprimal. You play some kind of robot dude Gundam machines with dinosaurs and you fight dinosaurs or something. Or maybe it's dudes in suits. I don't know. I'll tell you this. I ain't going to be playing that game at all. I don't exactly know what the game's about. Some people apparently really like it. But the news here from Bounding Into Comics is... Capcom advertises Exoprimal with drag queens in the West, VTubers in Japan. And here is a picture of two clowns, I guess. I mean, look, it was described to be by burlesque dancers that drag queens are basically clowns and not clown in the derogatory sense, like quite literally an individual who dresses up in bombastic, ostentatious appearance for humorous reasons. Personally, I think it's kind of gross what they're doing. Like, I mean, quite literally, like licking their fingers and doing whatever. I'm not a fan of it. I don't care if you want to do it, but I will tell you this, Capcom, if this is what you want to do to promote your game, I'm going to stay very far away from your game. And I assume most people who are probably supposed to be buying the game that you expect them to probably will do the exact same thing. But here's the, here's the thing. In Japan, they use VTubers. VTubers are automatically animated uh, uh, anime girls. And so the argument being brought up here, and why why I find this story fascinating is, well, you're mad about drag queens, but what do VTubers have to do with anything? A lot, actually. I can break it down for you. See, VTubers play video games, and they have anime characters that move based on how they talk and, you know, the person. So the video capture has you, or I think it might just be audio-based, the anime character stands there, you talk, and then, it's, and then its mouth moves, making it look like it's talking while someone plays video games. That I get. That's why they market it that way. Because they're like, hey, here's a thing that people do. It's a very popular form of content. Let's create one with our video game. Normally, they play other video games. We have a new video game. Let's show VTubers doing it. In the West, they said, for some reason, seemingly, I have, for, no, for, for no apparent reason, drag queens will do it. Okay. Look, like I said, I don't give a crap about drag queens. Somebody wants to be a drag queen, you be a drag queen. You want to do a drag show, you do a drag show. It's the involving kids I don't like. And that's the point. When you go to Exoprimal and you look at their YouTube uh, trailer release date, let me, sh- let me show you. So you got, you know, this guy wearing a suit or whatever and a sword and there's dinosaurs or something and dinosaurs are coming out of portal. Now take a look at some of these comments. You scroll down past all these videos. Oh, there's Steven Crowder. Someone said, 
This is the realization of what a child sees when they're playing with their toy dinosaurs and Gundam models. That is exactly it. They are desperate to put drag queens in front of children. Why? Drag is not appropriate for kids. This person with fake breasts and cleavage sticking out is not appropriate for kids. And I got to be honest, neither is a, 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 an adult woman doing the exact same thing. Now, if a woman has boobs and she's wearing a, a V-neck or something, you see cleavage, I'd be like, eh, you know, it is what it is. Women have boobs. I'm not going to fault a woman for existing with breasts, but a man choosing to put them on and then display fake cleavage is something entirely different. That being said, if I was organizing a promo and wanted a woman and a, 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 a woman or a woman and a man or a woman's involvement in any way, I would say, don't do the cleavage. Like we we're just trying to be family friendly here. If a woman was busty, and she was wearing a shirt and you could see she had big boobs. I ain't going to complain about it. That's her body. I mean, it is what it is. But you don't need to pull it down so you can see the cleavage. That is getting weird, I guess. Now, there's some questions about boobs in general and whether or not they should be even, you know, women should be allowed to cover them up or something. But let me just say outright, if I was promoting a game, I wouldn't want a dude sitting there with no shirt on either. Probably not appropriate. Can guys walk around outside with no shirts on? They're allowed to. Can women? In some places, yes. In many places, no. Well, you make an argument about the nipple, fine. Maybe women should be allowed to. In New York, they can. That doesn't change the fact that in your marketing and promo stuff, you don't want guys taking their shirts off or women pulling down their shirts so you can see their cleavage. That's just me. Here's the story. While Capcom Japan grants VTuber Botan early access to promote the upcoming Exoprimal, Capcom USA hosts drag stream to advertise the game's open beta. Uh-huh. Okay. Why? The comparison was raised by Twitter user, by a Twitter user who shared side-by-side screenshots of Capcom USA and Capcom Japan. It's uh, drag players Deer and Biktacha Puddin. Okay. In contrast, Capcom Japan features hollow live VTuber Shishiro Botan, accompanied by fellow streamers Takane Lui and Tokoyami Toa. Hmm. Amazing. Wow. Based on Twitch's trackers third party data, we know that Capcom USA's Twitch stream saw a peak of 553 viewers live on Twitch. They also had an average of 422 viewers, blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, Botan's stream saw over 115,000 viewers tuning in. It is worth noting that VTuber has 1.31 million subscribers on YouTube compared to Capcom's USA's 69,900 Twitch followers. This is the funny thing. There's a reason why they have no followers. It's a reason why their marketing doesn't work. Who wants to watch that? Unlike Capcom's YouTube and Twitch channels mainly used to promote products, Botan streams are typically for entertainment, even in cases of sponsored streams. Despite the language barrier, English-speaking fans have shared highlights of Botan's live stream. Those clips showcase Botan and her friends having fun with each other's company in Exoprimal. And Exoprimal. On the Capcom USA live stream, Deer and Bikcha Pudding also took part in a dare to eat as many dino tendies in hot sauce as they could handle. Um, Bikch Puddin, I don't, I don't understand what that is, Bikch, also appears to have prominent fake nipples and exposed cleavage. Yes, great. Deer would take onto social media to object to Haro 47, uh, 47 Numero 2's original tweet comparing the streams, writing LOL, the amount of comments here asking what drag has to do with gaming in favor of VTubers. Now I'm all for VTubing, but generally 
What inherently do VTubers have to do with dinosaur mecha game? Seems just as unrelated as drag. Personally, I like both. You are wrong. Okay. VTubers play video games. They are characters on screen that when you speak, they, they speak and people watch the video game play. It's it. So like on Twitch, a person will have a camera on them and they'll play a game. You can see the person as they play the game and talk. VTubers are animated versions of supposedly the player. That's it. VTubers can play any game. It's an anime character. Not to mention, anime characters are not inappropriate for children. Drag is inappropriate for children. Capcom has been embracing political correctness. This is not political correctness. It is cult wokeness. It is grooming. It is pedophilia related. It's all a big component of this weird, weird goal to get sexualized content in front of children because these people are weirdos. In 2020, Capcom suffered a ransomware attack and subsequent leaks. One of the leaks included alleged business strategies on political correctness. The alleged presentation slides discuss avoiding language deemed discriminatory or obscene, avoiding unequal or stereotypical depictions of certain races and sexualities with positive portrayals instead, and including gender neutral cosmetic options. In 2021, Resident Evil 4 VR would be censored for a modern audience, removing dialogue deemed sexist, with an executive producer in 2022 insisting some of this stuff doesn't age well and no longer fitted the the franchise. Street Fighter 6 is also ditching sex in the character creator with two body types, one of them always wearing a bra, and introduces a character called Eternity, widely believed to be either transgender or non-binary Eternity. You know, I played, um, what's that uh, Dark Souls game or whatever that came out? Everyone was really excited for it. And it's like, choose your body type. And I'm like, body type? And it's like type one, type, type two. And I'm like, what, is that, what does that mean? I was like, the female body type is type two. Is that you got type one, type A. That way they're both on the top. You can say male and female. What's the problem? What's wrong with these people? It's just destroying and corrupting people's minds. And they're desperately trying to get this in front of kids. That's the point. With this game, Exoprimal, it's basically dinosaurs and robots and space fighting. Yeah, for kids. I mean, I got to be honest. It sounds like the stupidest game I've ever heard of. I don't know, if you're a fan of it, by all, by all means, be a fan of it. But like they're in a spaceship. There's time travel, robot suits, Iron Man suits or something and fighting dinosaurs. OK, I guess. Look, I'll say this. I can respect and appreciate trying to create something new. That's for sure. Thank you for trying. But why are you having, why, why is your marketing drag queens promoting it to kids? You see, that's the weird stuff that they're doing that ruins it. If they made just this game and they promote it through normal means, I'd be like, look, guys, give the weird game a try. We want to build new culture and we want to explore new ideas. The superhero stuff, just rewrite, rewrite, reboot, remake, etc. But then they'd make this stuff and they're like, and here are two men dressed as, as female clowns with, sexu- with, with uh, um, exaggerated sexual organs, and it's like secondary sexual characteristics, I'll call it that. And it's like, ah, uh, what? Why? How is this going to promote your game? Game? Hmm. I don't know what it is they're promoting, man, but whatever. I'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up tonight at 8 p.m. over at youtube.com slash timcastirl. Thanks for hanging out, and I'll see you all then.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.